0: up, guys. Tim Uchuck here, just picking up some sushi here on the island, and I thought I would hop on and record a quick episode for you. I've got about 10 minutes, and what I want to talk about specifically is um, the goal of scaling your business without uh, killing yourself in the process, (laughs) because there's... There's kind of when it comes to growing your business, um, we have we have two options. Of, of course, when you're you know starting out, you're jumping off that airplane off that cliff and building the airplane on on the way down. Right. And so, you know, in the absence of of uh, money to invest in teams and resources, it's it's time. Right. It's time or money. And so when you're starting out, oftentimes in the absence of, of having the resource of money, you have time. So it's the sweat equity you gotta, you got to put in the time to get the airplane off the runway, right? And there's no way around the necessity to put in that energy um, initially. However, when the flywheel starts to turn and you start to have a business that is able to generate clients profitably, relatively predictably, um, we often don't uh, realize that we also have to adapt our, our system if we want to keep that going. Without burning ourselves out, because when you're starting out, you're wearing most of the hats, you're doing most of the heavy lifting, and you're able to stay on top of most of the uh, most of the action throughout your business, right? The marketing, the sales, the quoting, the the delivery, and the fulfillment. You're able to to kind of keep it together and stay on top of it until you reach a point where you you just can't anymore, and until you fundamentally um, shift how you run your business. This is this is the fast track to burnout if you want to continue growing and you know we all have the same 24 hours in a day and um, this is where we have to start thinking uh, and working smart rather than hard um, because it's it's very easy and it happens so often that business owners are at uh, you know they've reached that 750k um, per year to a million two million dollar run rate and they're still running things the same way they did when they were you know, just starting out. And so this is where they, they feel complete overwhelmed because your brain is just, our, our brains are, are only wired to handle and balance so much information. And um, so it becomes really, really taxing. And, and it's, it's hard, it's hard to, um, to run, even if you're a, uh, you know, a superhero, it's, it's hard to, for anybody, doesn't matter your intelligence, to run an operation that lacks um, good systems. So what I wanna talk about really quickly for you are the two things that you need to have in place if you wanna scale your business without killing yourself. Um, in other words, having a business that can, that can start to, to grow and, and be an entity that is not you, right? You're no longer Chief Everything Officer. So what do you need to have in place? What are these two things that you have to have in place in order to make that happen? Well, the two things that you need to solve for um, to have things running in your absence are uh, activities is number one. So let's say, uh, for example, you are away on uh, you know, vacation. You're away from the office for two weeks, three weeks, or a month on vacation. The activities, um, the day-to-day activities, I like to divide them into um, uh, ad hoc and recurring. So the daily uh, following up on the emails, uh, the phone calls, the quotes, etc., those things are happening um, whether or not you're there. And the recurring stuff, so daily reporting, the uh, anything that's recurring, your uh, your payroll, all that recurring stuff, that needs to happen whether or not you're in the office. Okay, so those are the activities. That's number one. You need a solution. You need an operating system in place to handle the day-to-day activities. Um, and so not just an operating system to make sure that and, and the right people to make sure it's happening. But if you, again, want a sellable asset, you need to have the ability, if you're, again, away on vacation, to have peace of mind, trust but verify, and know that things are moving forward because you will, I guarantee, in the absence of having this, this knowledge, the ability to see your business, um, you know, from remotely, you're not going to be able to sleep at night and you're going to be glued to your phone. So having a, a transparent, visible um, system so that you can have peace of mind knowing the activities... Uh, Within your business, from end to end, your marketing, your sales, your um, fulfillment, your finance, your cash collection, all the activities are handled. So that's the first thing that you need to have in place um, if you want to scale. You need to start getting the activities off your shoulders, redistribute them, so that eventually 80-90% of the day-to-day stuff is, uh, is not on your shoulders. That's number one of two. Number two of two are decisions decisions what does that mean? It means that uh, on a daily basis as your business is growing and even as, as your business is just maintaining uh, there are and always will be problems that need to be resolved within your business right you've got an upset customer for example. you have uh, you know a mistake was made within your business for example. Um, you might have a, a cash flow challenge because you've overextended yourself for example. All these problems coming up, and if you're the, the uh, chief everything officer and all decisions are going through you again, you'll reach a point in time where your brain just will stop functioning. You won't be able to, to balance and manage it all. Um, and again, think of the extreme situation of you know a, a Jeff Bezos, uh, the founder of Amazon, uh, obviously with how big that organization is, he can't possibly stay on top of everything and make all the decisions so think of those extreme scenarios right and if you if you apply that that level of thinking it it follows that if you want your business to continue growing uh, you can't possibly make all the decisions now the caveat is you need to have a system and a culture and teams that are able to make the right decisions in your absence so what does that look like it looks like a combination of a few things that you'll need to have in your business um, thing number one are your KPIs, your key performance indicators and, um, the, the purpose and benefit of having KPIs, green, yellow, red, you know, you know, what, uh, what numbers are, are red, what, what green means, what red means. Um, and that gives you and your teams the ability throughout your business to, to, uh, understand, uh, what does healthy look like and how can we measure it? So think of your doctor, um, you know, you might say that you've got an upset stomach, but they're going to, they'll listen to what you have to say, but then they're going to take some measurements. And so for a doctor, what does healthy look like and how can we measure it? They're looking at your uh, your health metrics, um, your biometrics uh, within KPI, you know, your, your blood pressure, your heart rate, and so on. And they're looking for what does healthy look like and how can we measure it? So you want to have the same system in place for your business so that, again, if you're if you're away on vacation... You can glance at your business and you can see the areas that are outside of KPI that are in the red very simply, very quickly, and the numbers that are in the green, right? And when you have that in place, and when you have these KPIs tied to team members that that aren't you, when the numbers are in the red and they're transparent, guess what's going to happen? The right decisions are going to be made because the decisions will be tied to the data. And when you're making decisions that are tied to the truth, to the data they're going to be the right decisions most of the time, right? So you can influence decisions by having your KPIs, your measurements in place. And we do it week to week. This is what we teach in our, uh, in our perfect week program, um, how to set this up and and keep it simple. The purpose behind that though, is to, uh, is to hand off decision, decision-making within your business uh, for your teams. The second um this, the second uh, strategy that you have and have to have in place to influence decisions is uh, this idea of making your tomorrows better than your todays. So if you set up, we do um, quarterly planning, for example, and uh, every quarter we, uh, we look out 90 days into the future. and We reverse engineer exactly where our business needs to be uh, within 90 day increments, 12 to 13 week um, sprints every quarter. And we figure out where are the gaps in our business. It could be um, key hires that need to be made. It could be processes that need to be uh, uh, documented. It could be training and skill development. It could be um, outsourced partners um, to, uh, to add new capabilities to your business. So every quarter, we make a decision for where the team's going to focus. We reverse engineer it. We divide and conquer. And it's measurable and it's mapped out, so there's no, the decisions are are made on your behalf. You don't need to tell the the team where to focus on a week to week basis, because you have a, a system that does that every quarter, and that dictates the the to do list for focus. But it also dictates the not to do list, right, in terms of what you're prioritizing as an or as an organization. So that's another um, strategy at your disposal, to. Um, to empower your teams and to hand off the decision-making within your, within your organization, right? The other way that you can influence decisions within your business so that you're not the one making all the decisions is um, think about Disneyland. And if you've ever been to one of the theme parks or been on like a Disney cruise, their culture is second to none and it's not by accident. So there is a reason why, when you ask anybody, it doesn't matter if they're the janitor, it doesn't matter what ro- their role is, if you ask them for help, they will not say, uh, that's not my job. They won't say that. Why? Because Disney very, very um, holds near and dear and, and builds into their whole onboarding and performance management, their core values, what they stand for. And core values are the behaviors and decisions and habits that are in place uh, when nobody's watching, right? So are you uh, are you stepping over that piece of garbage and saying it's not my job, I don't clean up garbage? When you have core values in place, number one you can manage against them rather than um, you know, if somebody's out of step, it's it's not your opinion, you manage against your values in terms of what it means to be a great team member, right? So much healthier, but when you hire and fire around your values, you start to develop these habits and behaviors and and what follows the habits and behaviors are the decisions that are made in your absence, right? So that piece of garbage um, that's lying on the floor in your shop or in your office, when you have the right team that that aligns with your core values, you're going to have a team that's going to stop and say, Oh, I'm going to pick up this piece of garbage. Or when they see a problem or when uh, a customer has a challenge, they will not say that's not my job. Okay, so these are, we talked about KPIs, we talked about quarterly objectives, and we talked about core values. These are the things that when you set them up and have them in place, guess what happens? You can hand off decision-making more and more within your business. And and guess what happens when you are able to confidently hand off your activities, your day-to-day activities with peace of mind and decisions? You're not, think Imagine you're on vacation, and I'm sure we've all been here to to some extent, and um, let's say you've handed off a lot of the activities, but the decisions you have not handed off, and this is where you're on vacation physically, but mentally you're still the one who is making all the decisions and people are emailing you and phoning you and texting you and saying, hey, what should we do here? What do you think about this? This is because you have not implemented a system in your business to handle the decision-making and empowered your team to handle the decision-making right formally intentionally so i hope that's helpful um i am at home with our sushi here but i wanted to talk about and there's so much noise out there right there's um there's so many there's new business books coming out all the time there's flavor of the month strategies and it can be noisy out there and so i think it's comforting when we can attach ourselves to timeless principles, things that will not change. Cause there's so much change, um, that, that is in our world, so much noise out there. So what won't change, what will never ever change is the fact that if you want to scale your business and, uh, and not, uh, kill yourself in the process, you need to uh, take care of your, your activities and your decisions within your business. And so there are many doors to the same house. There are so many different strategies that you could take, um, I'm really biased and tied to, to mine and, and what we've set up number one, because it's easy. Uh, but number two, because it, it works. And, and, um, you know, having these things in, in place are universal, uh, the ability for you and your team to make database decisions, that's never going to change. So the, um, you know, whether or not you use, uh, a, a KPI scorecard that you develop or that we've developed the fact that, uh, remains that you have to have you have to have uh, a mechanism in place to provide a feedback loop uh, on your company's data so what does healthy look like and how can we measure right so these are universal um, timeless principles that uh, that you need to have in place if you want to make that that shift but ultimately what it comes down to if we again zoom out 30,000 feet it comes down to your activities and your decisions that's it that's what you have to solve for so I hope that's helpful I just pulled into our uh, our driveway here um, otherwise, have a great rest of your week whenever you're listening to this. And I will catch up with you guys soon. Hey, Tim Chuck here. And real quick, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you could take a couple quick seconds to give it a rating, it would be very much appreciated. And secondly, if you're looking for more tools and strategies on how you can crush it in life and business just head on over to bookwithtim.com where I've put together a free case study which shows you how to unlock unprecedented freedom today by using the two power levers. Just head on over to bookwithtim.com. Until next time, wishing you success and freedom in your business. Cheers.